So let's talk some wrestling. Let's have fun, guys. Appreciate you. Let's get it, all right? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Welcome, everybody, back to the Built Devcast. I'm here with Alex. I'm here with James. What's you know up? me already, Thomas Axby. You hear enough of me. I'm, I'm sure someone's tired of me <laughs> out there already. Um, but because Alex and James are here, you guys know what we're here for. This is going to be the second episode of our wrestling podcast. Today we have a fun episode for you guys in store. We got top fives. We're going to talk some AEW. We're going to talk some WWE. We're going to talk some CM Punk. Yeah, we're oh, going to yeah. talk some CM Punk. Oh, um, we got a segment um, called Gone Too Soon that, that we're going to you know dig into. We got a draft that hopefully James can you know draft a good <laughs> good group of things there. Um, I'm coming so in hot more, this time. To start off, fellas, how are you guys doing? I'm doing wonderful, man. You know, a few technical difficulties at first, but now I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> What's James up, Alex? On, how are you? James got me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I'm, do- I'm doing great, man. Can't complain. Although the Vikings lost yesterday or Saturday, so I'm doing yeah. kind of sad about that. Imagine so. being an Eagles I hate fan, football. man. <laughs> at least you guys have been to a Super Bowl recently. Yeah, that's true. And it came at it came at the hands of you guys, so <laughs> that's ah, fine. <laughs> uh, all right, so what we're gonna do for our opening takes today is we're gonna give you the hottest takes that we have. Now, Ooh. just to preface this, we did this for our first NBA episode, and I got attacked because I said Larry Bird wouldn't be good today. Um, we also said that Tim Duncan was overrated. It, it got crazy. So we plan on this getting crazy again. So Alex, why don't you kick it off? What's your hottest take? All right, all right. I, so I have maybe the the tamest hot take of the three. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, in the direction of the four horsewomen. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say number one, Bailey. I think Bailey is the number one out of the four horsewomen in, in terms of overall wrestler, in terms of overall character. Uh, Mike work everything the total package Bailey's better than Sasha Banks better than Charlotte better than Becky Lynch and I have this is this is the hot take part Becky Lynch at the bottom what I don't see it I don't see I don't see the Becky Lynch I don't I just don't see it with her she she would be on my overrated list I'm not gonna lie so exactly yeah so like I don't don't see the promos (laughs) I don't like I don't think she's good at promos um face or heel a heel was just disgusting i don't know i, I just, think she I got big because like she she got really big because like she came in a time where like wwe specifically needed women to like step up and she was the one that stepped up and was you know doing yeah, everything bro, she, she got could. over because her face got broken hey, like, that's, you do. like if, if that never happened would she, be, <laughs> would she be like where she is at today i don't know i mean i'm not doubting like she's a good wrestler i'll give her that like, but i just Bailey, I, out of the four horsemen I, I don't yeah. think she is the the best of anything out of the oh, four. So I just don't know if Bailey's number one though. I mean I I, I think like Charlotte is like undisputed. See, I got number Charlotte one. at three. Charlotte's number sorry. three for me. Charlotte at three. So okay. I got All Sasha right. Banks at number two. So oh, Sasha Banks. Char- I think Charlotte's the best wrestler of the three. But yeah, James does not like Sasha at all. But I don't know, man. I like Sasha's character and I just like everything that Bailey does is I feel like it's pure gold. So, all right, James. So, what do what do you got? <laughs> all right. So, I think I've never heard anyone say this but me. But Triple H is my time theme song. It's absolute garbage, bro. <laughs> I cannot. It, 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 it's just it's so terrible to begin the whole my time, my time screeching. It is fucking 
I can't even get past that part before I'm muting it or skipping the song. I it is absolutely. I'd rather take his Hunter Hearth Helmsley theme song over oh, that. Oh, James, hold on. Listen, I, I will agree it's not his best theme song, but it is yeah, definitely that, not overrated. It is definitely a great theme song. When we're when we're talking about like best theme song packages for wrestlers, Triple H is absolutely up there. Oh, I would agree. I he King just has that one a... flaw. He has that one flaw, and it's it's, it's, it's stressful. It's so bad. It's not a flaw, James. Yeah, man. You guys, you guys have some like I expected like real spiciness because what I'm about to say. Oh God. <laughs> right, we'll make it more man, spicy so... next time. Don't worry. <laughs> what What's my hottest take? Sorry, Alex. Shawn Michaels oh, no. is overrated. Oh no. <laughs> I knew Alex would hate this because he had him on his Mount Rushmore. He had him as, you know, number one. He was one. not on my Mount Rushmore. Oh, but, my bad. He wasn't oh, on his Mount man. Rushmore, but, but he was my number favorite one wrestler, wrestler of all time. time. Favorite wrestler of all time. Over. He has an autographed Shawn Michaels, you know, memorabilia in the back there. Um, but listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Now, listen, I'm sorry, but the few times that he was champion, he didn't really draw. In fact, the times that he was champion was some of the most boring times in WWE oh. history. Now, there's there's guys like when you, if you want to consider him a goat, I think he is the full package. He does do everything decently, but there's guys that can decently. wrestle better. Decently, <laughs> there, there's oh guys God. that can wrestle much Sense. better. There's guys that can promo much better. You're and there's me, better man. high flyers out there. He's called Mister WrestleMania, which yeah, he has some memorable WrestleMania moments, but he has a horrible WrestleMania record. So I don't think. He should be called Mr. WrestleMania. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, that's I don't think Cole. he's top. I don't think he should make anybody's top five. Anybody's Mount Rushmore. His most memorable moment, the one that they show all the time, is him throwing Marty Jannetty through some glass in 1954. And overall, <laughs> I think you could tell the story of wrestling without mentioning Shawn Michaels. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm speechless. I don't know what to say right now. I, mean, I thought my hot take was something I've never heard before, but I've never heard someone say Shawn Michaels is overrated. Like Shawn Michaels, my heart breaks. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin, man. That's just a heartbreak wrong. kid right now. Wrong and everything. Mr. WrestleMania, the most iconic WrestleMania matches heel. of all time. Total heel move. <laughs> one of the best returns of all time. Two separate <laughs> Hall of Fame careers. One in the 90s, one in the 2000s. His 2000 run better than the first ever Elimination Chamber match. Oh, man. His feud with Triple H. Part of DX. One of the best factions of all time. I think the story can be told without Shawn Michaels, man. The best showman. The best showman in in wrestling history. (laughs) The best showman. Alex is stressed out. (laughs) Alex is about to log out 10 minutes into the show. (laughs) Yo, Ray. Alex is about to quit right here, right now. (laughs) I feel like just pressure in my head. Just about to explode. That is a very spicy that is take. A very hot hey, take. I thought that I thought that's what we were here for. I you thought know, mine was hot, but that was nothing now. Scorching. <laughs> I'm not here for it. I'm gonna go with my top five favorite wrestlers right now. And this is favorites, not like who you think is the actual top five, because we can do that next episode. We will. We'll do that next episode. We'll talk about music. Like, po- next like power rankings, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So my top five, um, first off, honorable mention Christian. The reason I can't put him in my top five is just because like I've hated Christian for a long time until this run. So I, I can't put it in me to say he's one of my 
you know, top five favorites right now. But I love what he's doing. I think as an old ass man, as champion in AEW, I think he's doing his thing and it's something that people want to see. Um, number five, I'm going Dave Finley Jr. Only reason oh, being is that he's, right. he's Finley's son. And <laughs> I thought Finley should have gotten like so much more than he did in his career because of just how good he was, how good he was at an old age. Um, so I, I'm a really big fan of his son. I'd I love to see what he's doing now and what he's going to do in the future. That's Number right. four is Jay Uso. He's someone that really won yeah. me over through yeah. these, these last couple of years because I thought Believe the Uso's trouble. tag team was just going to be, you know, one of those tag teams that are just, you know, one of the greatest tag teams of all time, but that's it. But he's doing really fucking good, um, you know, by himself and in that Roman Reigns feud. Uh, number three, I'm going Samoa Joe. I love me some Samoa Joe, man. Dude, who doesn't? I, I love that guy. Like, uh, he's just, like, I, I remember everything he did in TNA, and to see him still doing some of that shit still, I fucking love it. Number two is Roman Reigns, and I get it. I'm one that wants this Roman Reigns run to end. But at the same time, I love a guy that was shitted on as much as he was when he finally went solo from the Shield and people didn't like him. I didn't like I sure as hell didn't like Roman Reigns. I stopped, That's one of the reasons I stopped watching every pay-per-view was because of fucking oh. Roman Reigns. <laughs> um, but he's had a good turnaround. I think you know they made him heal at the right time. He took over. That storyline is the bloodline storyline is one of the best storylines of all time. It's because of him. You could say it's because of other people, but it's definitely because of Roman Reigns' run. Um, I love it. And number one is Kevin Owens. I I just love that guy. Like he, he's just ready to fight. He does oh, good yeah. promos. He's hardcore. I, I think Kevin Owens. I want to see him champion again eventually and actually have a great run. Um, so yeah. That is my top not five. a bad list. Not a bad That's list. A pretty good list. Uh, I'll go next. At my number five spot right now was higher for a long time, but ever since he's gone face, I'm not too much fan of the rose. MJF, you know, he was one of the key factors of getting me into AEW because you know he was that heel character of his is like top notch, like douchebag, and I fucking love <laughs> it. I miss you know, it. I just you know the face runs cool. I don't think he's a terrible face. It just I missed the heel, full heel MJF. Yeah. And my uh, number four spot is CM Punk. You know, he kind of just, now that he just okay. came back, you know, yeah, my, inner <laughs> my inner childhood, just anytime I see him on TV, just smile because, you know, you know, he's one of my favorite, he is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And I'm glad we're like a start fresh with WWE, you know, he ain't fighting people backstage. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. it stays like that. <laughs> uh, my number third spot is uh, John Moxley because he is someone who I feel like has put AEW on his back and like carried up a mountain. You know, when all the shit hit the fan with the elite and CM Punk, you know, he was supposed to go on vacation, and yet he stopped the vacation. You know, became world champ again. To me, he just. Without John Moxley, AEW doesn't go where it's at, in my opinion. Two people on your list already would have been on my overrated list if we would have done the second. <laughs> oh Two? no, he's only listed three. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you're really gonna piss a lot of people off this episode, Sax. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Uh, my second is a uh, Will Osprey. You know, I really wanted to see him go to WWE because I really want that Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay match. But overall, I think AEW is the better fit. And to me, you know, he's one of the best, you know, my opinion, the second best wrestler in the world right now. 
And anytime I watch him, I can be entertained. I think he's great on the mic and like the almost the perfect wrestler, in my opinion. And my number one person who I personally think is the best wrestler in the world right now is Seth Rollins. You know, I love Rollins. I've, you know, I've been a huge fan of his since his first match with the Shield. You know, I picked him out, you know, like I talked about in the last pod. And just overall, everything he's doing right now with the World Heavyweight title, I think it's great. I know some people aren't a fan of it, but, eh, you know, internet wrestling fans got a bitch about something, so who cares? You know, yeah. <laughs> That's say, my favorite right you now. You called me out on my Seth Rollins comment on Twitter. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> but I respect you. Get, you gave pretty good. Hey, you know, I like Rollins. He, yeah. he ripped into CM Punk, so I actually liked him a lot more. <laughs> 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 um, I don't hate CM Punk, but anyways, uh, so I guess I'll go with my list. Uh, I'm just gonna name a couple honorable mentions: um, Carmelo Hayes, Speedball Bailey. Yeah, I Bailey. think Carmelo. I think Carmelo Hayes Carmelo is gonna Hayes be is a really dog. good man. He's a dog. I like he, he is awesome. yeah. um, Speedball Mike Bailey, absolute awesome wrestler. I love watching his matches, and uh, I'm gonna say Will Osprey is also in my uh, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. So. Okay. Honorable mention for now. For now. All right. I would All say right. if I if I had to name more than one honorable mention, I think Edge and Randy Orton are on that list. Just because like I didn't like go wrong with those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like if Ed, like Edge going to AEW took him off my list because like it's like damn man like it, it wasn't the move Ooh. to AEW. It's know, just man. going like he literally like it's just whack that he went from you know WWE to AEW and the only thing he changed was in the Adam Copeland. And everything else remains the same. It just doesn't fit for me. He'll, he'll always um, be Edge, no matter what. Yeah, he's always yeah. the only one. It's I can't switch his name, Colin. He's the only person Absolutely. I yeah. can't do it for. And Randy Orton, he just looks really good right now. I'm just waiting to see how far they do. Big go. Dude, um, I don't. I think on the mic, he's trying a little too hard. But I think, like you know, he's doing his shit. So oh, yeah. those would be my honorable mentions. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so, anyways, for my top five, uh, number five, I got Drew McIntyre. Oh, that's cool. I absolutely, right, I absolutely like that. love Drew McIntyre. Everything he does, I love him as a heel. He turn, I think, is definitely being a slow burn, and I love that for him. Definitely uh, one of the best character developments ever. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. And I actually, like, a lot of people got thought his face run was stale with the championship, and I actually loved it. Man. I thought he was, like, the one thing keeping WWE afloat during the COVID times, mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Yeah. And I, I would, think like, if we had a crowd during COVID, I think, honestly, oh. things might have gone a lot differently. Because yeah. the crowd really loved Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Bro, when, he, when, when he Claymore and Brock Lesnar out of the Royal Rumble, like the yeah. pop was insane that year. 2020 Rumble is such a good Rumble overall. <laughs> and then you look at two years later, how bad it was. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, number four is going to be Hangman Adam Page. Okay. And here, here's All where right. my list gets very uh, AEW-ish. <laughs> I love Nothing Hangman Adam that. Page. I love Adam Page. Um when I got into AEW, he was like the guy coming up. So I started watching in 2021, uh, all out actually. And after that is when he came back, he won the the chip, won the title against Kenny Omega. Or, uh, yeah, against Kenny Omega. And I was there at full gear. And I think you were too, James. Uh, yes, uh, I was there. Yeah. Gear, I yeah, just got the memory for that. That was amazing. And that's what absolutely sold me on the company. And at, I was with Adam Page ever since then. And then obviously like the Texas death matches he's had with Mox and oh, with Swerve. Oh, since then, it, it's been amazing. Um, number four, I got MJF. I love MJF. He would be higher if he was a heel right now. I will admit I absolutely was for his face run at first, but it's gotten to that stage for me where it's like, I just want him back as a heel. I don't know, but it's just like 
missing something, him being a favorite, like it like he is right now. But him him as a heel was just otherworldly. So uh number three, I got Swerve Strickland. I will go on record saying that I think outside of Brian Danielson, Swerve Strickland is probably the best acquisition the AEW has made. Not counting like the beginning, the beginning guys. So ever since like launch. Swerve Strickland is number two behind Danielson for me for most important one, acquisitions. <laughs> Swerve, Swerve's <laughs> awesome, man. I, I love Swerve. So um, number two, I got. Where am I at? I about okay, to say yeah. <laughs> okay, I got you. Uh, Kenny Omega. Really sucks what happened to Kenny Omega, the diverticulitis yeah. and everything. That breaks my heart, but. I love Kenny Omega, but the stuff he's doing right now definitely could be better. I want him to go back solo because when he's putting on matches like he was with Osprey earlier this year, he was absolutely on top of the world. It was incredible. And then my number one is, I'm sure James, you already know, Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Bay Bay. Bay He'll, he'll <laughs> forever be my number one until until he retire the day he retires. So Hell yeah. love me some Adam Cole. He's what got me back into wrestling in the first place with uh, with his NXT runs. So he'll always be my guy. Bring back yeah, it's, era. it's it's I'm crazy to me how WWE dropped that bag. I think that oh. I think that's the out of everything that went to AEW, I think the one thing that WWE did wrong was letting Adam Cole go. Dude, the I whole think, undisputed era they were they ran NXT for years. The undisputed era versus the Bloodline War Games would have been an amazing match. That would yeah, man, yeah. Speaking of uh, Kenny Omega. He's actually expected to be out for a little bit. Um, Charlotte's actually out for a long time. AJ Styles is back and jacked for a forty-six-year-old. Oh, huge! <laughs> um, like I think the the funniest part about AJ Styles is that we've had a lot of rumors about when his retirement's actually going to be, and it's funny that I think he's in the best shape of his life, like yeah. right now. So I think he's preparing for one last, like really, like good run. And it's the same with Randy Orton. Randy Orton came back. And he's fucking jacked, and he's looking the best he's ever looked. <laughs> Don't know, like, like what the fuck's going on there? But WWE must have their like medical people like correct right now. Um, and then Don Mysterio got extended too. That actually just happened yeah, today. I apparently, I didn't see that. Yeah, apparently he was extended five years. So how do we feel about some of this stuff? No way, I saw Don leaving anyways, so I'm yeah. not surprised with that. And honestly, no, he's been doing great work. I love that he's getting his money, man, because exactly, like he was yeah. someone that came in and everybody hated. Well, like they loved him because he was Ray's son, and then they hated him because like we saw too much of him. But he just ate up that hate and just became yeah. a loser, like a lovable loser. And then he started winning matches, and I, I, I think he's earned. Uh-huh. He's becoming his own person because yeah. like I thought Absolutely. he was just gonna be Ray Mysterio's son, and that was his only purpose. But now he's just, you know, he's, in the yeah, and he's gotten much better in the ring too. Like he was Runs super green up. when he came in and, start, and started uh, when he was tag yeah. teaming with Ray, but he's gotten a lot better in the ring. And I respect I that a lot. Like he's definitely putting in the work and I love that for him. Absolutely. And he's, he's today, doing uh, great stuff with the judgment day. Today yeah. he put out a tweet because he's facing punk at Madison Square Garden. He went full heel route and said, are you going to hit me like this? And showed a clip <laughs> from AEW from punk botching a springboard or something. I was like, damn, he's bringing up the AEW stuff. That's some <laughs> true heel shit right there. Oh, I love that. I, I, saw I, that I love that. That's hilarious. Man. Uh, but, um, yeah, man, like AJ Styles is back. Randy Orton is back. Oh, How do you guys feel about that? Dude, I'm hyped for that. I mean, yeah, I feel bad because AJ has just kind of been in this like revolving door of injuries and then 
not really important anything. Um, I'm hoping, and it's I'm just hoping, nice to see him. Yeah, I'm hoping him and the OC, you know, they actually do some type of, you know, dominant stable. And I don't really want to see Mia Yim with it anymore because to me, she just doesn't fit in with the OC. Because, you know, the OC is meant to be the Bullet Club. And from my knowledge, Mia Yim was never in the Bullet Club. No, sure. So I, I, I don't really understand the pairing, but I'm, you know, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows are some really good wrestlers. And even when Styles is out for injury, they should be contending for the tag titles. I don't get why they get lost in the shuffle over Always. and over and over. They <laughs> Always. Been doing anything it doesn't recently, make sense. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're just nothing without AJ, apparently. It yeah, doesn't. It's weird. Cause they're really good. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of those guys, but AJ Styles, oh. I love, absolutely love, but. Gallows and Anderson, I could care less about. Honestly, I think so. if the if the rumors are true with like Roman Reigns potentially probably done after WrestleMania, like you know done being on the main stage, if that's true, I think that would be the best thing that could happen for AJ Styles. Because like I said, he's going to retire soon. I hope he gets another run um, for being one of the best wrestlers of all time. Not a lot of people. I honestly, he's not on my underrated list, which we're doing next, but. Like, I feel like he's severely underrated in an aspect where I think he should be, you know, appreciated a lot more. Like, he carried TNA on his yeah. back. He came he's, to WWE, was world champ, like, came and won the world title. Because um, a lot of people get buried in WWE when they're, you know, big free agents like like he was. Um, so I, I hope it, he's geared up for another run. Same with Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton, for his loyalty... Um, to the company over the last twenty years, I think he deserves one more run as well. I think even if it's more. just a bridge championship for Randy, See, I don't. I, I, agree. I think he should be the record. I think he should get the seventeen. Honestly, I, think, yeah. I don't hate that at all. Cena's not going to break the record because Flair technically yeah, held the what twenty one twenty one championships, but the Alex, WWE you're so record, adamant about that. <laughs> the record. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is it even a record? Anyways. When we get big and we make that shirt like the record in quotation marks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, Charlotte's out, you know, that that sucks, that but sucks, it just man. sets up for her to win another, you know, yeah. championship when she gets back to add right. on to her. I'm gonna yeah, sure. bad I like her, Charlotte. I but... see my one problem with Charlotte is she's irrelevant when it doesn't come to title matches. Like I that's can't fair, name yeah. one Charlotte feud that doesn't involve a title. And that's that's my problem. Facts, though, yeah. <laughs> and I think they just they just want her to get the you know just look like her daddy, you know, and get the sixteen problem, I mean, championships. And she's almost there. She's at like what fourteen already? Something like that. Because yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Back when she first started, her and Sasha Banks were playing hot potato with the title yeah. just to get that title reigns up. And yeah, and I think <laughs> that's oh, like I think WWE just forced that. And it, I'm just really I'm bad. just happy that she's not terrible. Like that's I'm just oh, yeah. Happy she's definitely that. good in the ring and definitely she's a great a yeah. good wrestler yeah. uh, i like promo. charlotte i mean she gets a lot of flack but I don't, I don't really get why just because like they push her to I'm the, to the, she's the, john, she's the john cena like, of the women's it's, division it's john cena the roman reigns like the 2015 roman reigns treatment but where they I mean, just she's a great heel i mean she gets that I hated heat that perfectly <laughs> top five most underrated wrestlers of all time who would like to go first damn this is uh, this is a hard one uh, i'll go first you can go. this one yeah for me for this underrated, I mean, he's not really underrated in the crowd eyes, but in WWE eyes, I think he's the most underrated person in history is Dolph Ziggler. To me, Dolph Ziggler should have yeah. been a multi-time world champion, not just two runs, but one of the runs he got handed to him and lost it the same night. And then his second run, after having arguably the greatest cash-in of all time, he lost it in like a month or so, which 
but and he was so I hot think, too. That I was, know that. was that because of his uh, concussions though? I yeah. think one of the times he yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I know sucks, he, I saw, I saw on a tweet where he said that it was planned for him to lose it really fast, anyways, without the concussion. Yeah, I think Dolph Ziggler achieved as much as he should have. Like, I love that he got the world title a couple times. I love that he was a mid card like legend. Um, but I don't know, man. He, he was been WWE champion. I think. I agree. I hundred percent agree. He was he was WWE champion material. That that promo that he cut on Miz that one time in the IC title feud is amazing. It's iconic. You know, like that's that, what like literally what Dolph Ziggler brought to the table. Yeah, it goes like the real life. Like I've seen that pro, you know promo you know overlap some random videos and all I see on the internet and uh, such a great promo. All right, my second uh, for underrated uh, William Regal. You know he's so underrated. I overlooked him in my draft pick flat uh, last episode. <laughs> You know, he's one honestly one of the best in the you know, he's a great technician, you know, submissions, you know, he's and on the mic he's so damn good. I remember as a kid at a heel, he used to piss me off too when he was the general manager <laughs> shutting off the show. I was getting so pissed, you know, with the whole King Rigo and everything, but you no, know, looking back, you know, he's so damn good in the ring and you know, he's taught so many of these young talent and he's you now back to teaching Backs, them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely yeah, underrated. Hard, hard I think to argue with that one. Should have been a world champion. That's fair. Another one for uh, underrated is Mr. Perfect. You know, I, I slightly mentioned it last episode, but, you know, another person I think should have been world champion. Agreed. He was way ahead of his time, in my opinion. You know, yeah. his gimmick was awesome and great wrestler. In my opinion, the greatest dropkick of all time. And that would be a fun conversation. Bro, he yeah. threw a football to himself and scored a touchdown, bro. That <laughs> <laughs> he did. That he did. <laughs> bro, what other wrestler can say they've done that? None. Right. None. Come exactly. on. Not even Patrick Mahomes can say that. Right. <laughs> bro, Fucking Marcus nice. Mariota can, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can say that. He's on the Eagles. Uh, another underrated guy is uh, Shelton Benjamin. You know, oh. I think... Shelton Benjamin, you know, phenomenal wrestler, you know, pretty good with the promos. I think honestly he should have been the first, you know, black WWE champion. You know, I think this that should have happened in the Ruthless Aggression era. But you know, he kind of got agreed. stuck yeah. stuck in that mid card, you know, and never really got past it. You know, he was biggest moments, you know, being remembered for jumping off ladders and mind the bank when he, mama gimmick. Bro, he, that was when, when he, um, I, I'll, I'll talk because he's on my list. I'll talk about Same, it when he's on yeah. my list. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, but in, uh, for my final pick, this might be a little biased, but Kane. I think Kane's extremely underrated. You know, he only had, he had two world title runs. One of them lasted a day because it was in an accident because they booked him in a first blood match when he was back <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking for that. And just, you know, he, he, to me, the key part of the attitude there, you know, everything he did with The Undertaker and, you know, yeah, everything he absolutely. did. And he only had one World Heavyweight title run. And I barely count that WWE title run. I feel like he definitely should have had more title runs. And again, that might be a little biased because, you know, that's my all time favorite. All. But I 100% agree. He's on my list too. So. Actually, the last two that you had were both on my list. I guess this is a good transition. I can just take over. Yeah, go uh, ahead. So, yeah, I had I had Kane and Shelton Benjamin on my list, too. Kane was 
amazing scared the shit out of me as a kid <laughs> as as he should have i mean de- the devil's favorite demon just the mask Yo, i would have dreams that like, like kane and the great kali would just come and try to kill me bro that shit was so scary I was like, <laughs> that's game. terrifying because he's not i was like the only guy. one in the world that was sold by fucking the great kali <laughs> he scared the shit out of me at first man <laughs> Like he would like when he like popped Rey Mysterio's fucking head. Oh, yeah, I remember man. that. Damn, oh. man. Obi doesn't ever get to do that to me because that would suck. <laughs> just getting your head squished by two hands. No thanks. Oh bro. man, bro. Also, Kane's got probably the best choke slam ever. So I'd agree. Um, oh, he gets some high in the air. Yeah. When he unmasked, I was terrified, dude. He was the yeah. most ter- <laughs> like ugly looking. Oh my god, naked. Oh, like three of those when that happened, yet yeah, that image is still in my mind forever when that happened. RPG's his world title reaction, run where that was he, me. <laughs> his world title run where he absolutely mollywopped the Undertaker like several times in a row. Yeah, three. Like I wish we did better with that because yeah. like that could have been huge. Yeah, and I love that Kane. His first like his first feud is one of the best feuds like rivalries yeah. stories like of all time. Like him and Undertaker like. They they have a video on YouTube if anybody you know wants to go back and watch. It's like two hours long. Shows yeah. you every segment and everything from that feud up until their really match. Video. And it's just fucking great. That's awesome, man. Um, so yeah, another one is Shelton Benjamin. Another one I had, so I'll just say real quick. Um, Shelton Benjamin in the mid two thousands definitely surprised he never won a world title because that dude was over. He could wrestle his ass off. He was a, he was a good talker. I mean, the dude like when he ran up the ladder. At uh, God. was that the first Money in the Bank or second Money? In yeah, the, I don't know. Whatever, all the Money in the Banks that he did crazy. He did twice. Like, <laughs> all the exactly, Money in the Banks. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> he, he was he was awesome, and he definitely doesn't get the flowers that he deserves. I agree. Uh, another one I have is Dustin Rhodes. He's been going at it for a long time. Motherfucker, very long time. Goldust, he perfected that character, and it was a weird ass character, but he did it so well that it was funny as hell, and I loved it. Yeah. Would you like uh, a his... bite of my wiener? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his match with Cody Rhodes at Double or Nothing 2019 was amazing. Just amazing. the the story they told with the family and everything that that was amazing. So, um, another one I have is Christian Cage, one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. I feel like he still doesn't get his flowers because of where he works, which is unfortunate. Um, he's part of my favorite tag team of all time in Edge and Christian. His I think for me, is, like his run in WWE when he won the world title was just so bad for me that it like yeah. it just left. Well, he lost it not even a month later. Like yeah. they, no, didn't, was, they didn't do him justice was, at all. It was that week when he won the, the first same time week, he lost yeah. to that SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. They did. They did him so dirty, and like yeah. he was such a good solo performer. Too. Yeah, his ECW championship it, run, like it was all just a mess at the end yeah. of, of he that. He was returned right to WWE. It was an ECW, which was, like nobody watched ECW. Yeah. That, yeah. His, his TNA run was pretty fun though. I'll, no, that ECW so by was, the end of it was so shy. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> regret, much regret. Colin Delaney, ECW original man. Colin <laughs> <laughs> Delaney. So yeah, uh, and number five, I would have uh, one that I really never hear get talked about ever is uh, Ultimo Dragon. Ooh, that's big. That's big. There oh, was, that's cool. I, I remember there was a span where like that dude won like ten championships in the span of like a year, yeah, which is absolutely insane. Titles, yeah, uh, multiple time WCW Cruiserweight Champion, uh, TV Champion. I'm sad he never won a championship in WWE. I know he was only there for like a year, but I, I remember in. 
Yeah, his matches with like Rey Mysterio and all that, and mm-hmm. even even in WCW in the cruiserweight division, like that dude went off. And in New Japan, that's a good call. Uh, I, I remember. I, I remember used to always pick him in the games. Yeah, and was it a uh, Here Comes the Pain that he was in? Yeah, I think, I think he was in like yeah, one or two here games. Here Comes the Pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah I used to play him uh, all the time. The I loved it. That was wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right, that, cool. be my so, five, so my list, I had I uh, first I had Goldust as an honorable mention. I mean, for lack of better words, his character was as close to gay as you can get it. Um and people didn't like <laughs> that because PC. like like people were just over masculine uh, whatever the case may be. But when I watched the shit back, I love it. Like it, it's it's gold. And for him to play that character for as long as he did mm-hmm. and still be decently over, um I think I think it was WWE's mistake not packaging him into like just just one joke WWE championship run for like a couple <laughs> weeks. I feel like he yeah. deserved it. You know, just some true Cinderella shit where he just beats somebody, wins, and then like gets squashed like two weeks later. I felt like it would have been great. Yeah. Um, At least so Gold Dust. At least yeah, I have I have his autograph his picture somewhere in my house. Oh yeah, like I I, I was a huge fan of Goldust <laughs> first as a joke, and then I, I just that. I just really really love Goldust. Um, number five, Shelton Benjamin. Um, I think he should be on everyone's underrated list. Um, I loved watching him back in the day. I loved watching him even today. Um, I heard he's going to AEW. I don't think much is going to come of that, but I hope for whatever reason, maybe he ends up TNA World Champion or Ring of Honor World Champion. Some shit. Let him ride off into the sunset with the world title that he deserves. Um, I think like when he was the gold standard, for example, with the blonde hair, I think somewhere towards the end of his WWE run at that time, I think that would have been the perfect time to push him because he was looking good. He was looking good in the ring. He was playing a good heel role. Um, the power bomb into the turnbuckle is one of my favorite moves of all time. Um, so, you know, I love Shelton Benjamin. Number four is William Regal. You guys already said it. Um, I think he should have been a world champion at some point because of everything that he's given to wrestling. He's been in this shit for so long. Um, and I think it was obvious that he would have been over as champion when he won the King of the Ring. Um, I think like he was over like when he won that whole thing. And I, it was a beautiful moment, him winning King of the Ring. Um, number three is JBL. Um, listen, That's a good man. One. That's a good one. He's like the underrated. Wow. He played like, and I don't mean like the Bradshaw because I think like a lot of people love Bradshaw. A lot of people love APA. But when he became JBL, man, he was such a hateable. Like he was so heel. He, he sold is. that shit straight up. Perfect. Too. <laughs> he was he he played that white douchebag cocky like role so fucking well man like i hated him as a kid bro like leave Rey mysterio the fuck alone like you know i and then like you just come to love his shit like i love his clothesline from hell i think it's one of the best finisher moves ever um yeah number two the big show for a big guy i think he should gotten more flowers um because for a big guy that can move around the ring the way that he can um, all the storylines that he's been in, he's been such a big part of so many things. I I hate that he's not really mentioned as one of the greats because I think he is at least on the low level of you know all time greats. Love Big Show, and number one is Scott Hall um, for not winning That's a world a championship. Um, not you know, I, and I get it; it's his own fault. Um, but I think you know Razor Ramon is one of the best characters of all time. Thanks. Um, NWO Scott Hall. If you want to go see like peak 
storyline wrestling go watch the beginning of the nwo and wcw don't watch the end but watch the beginning um because by the end they had robots coming out and jay leno and shit it got got crazy so bad um but i i think scott hall is like another one like big show that i feel like should be mentioned with all-time greats but i don't put him on the low end of that i put him somewhere in the middle because scott hall was fucking fantastic he was. I miss that dude, man. <laughs> Meet, meeting Scott Hall was like one of the best like experiences that I've had as like a wrestling fan. I heard he so. was really cool to meet. Well, was really cool to meet. I've never heard anything bad about people who met him or anything. He was he was a cool dude. He loved, he loved he was. doing what he, he did. He was awesome. Uh, Swerve and Hangman Adam Page. God damn. <laughs> I don't know if there's any Free, other yes, two words man. to describe that. That match was yeah, insane. Was something I've been sick. waiting for for AW to do for months and months and months. And uh, I think it delivered, personally. I think it was amazing. I think it was a contender for AEW match of the year. Not overall match of the year, but AEW match of the year. I wouldn't say it would win. It's probably it's in the top five, though. It's um, I mean, he put blood in his mouth and no, Hangman took his spit it all like blood and Triple spit H, like Triple H, H. H. That's the nastiest shit I ever heard seen in my life. Like, God forbid, I'm on the other end. Like, I don't like. I I, I'm with you, Alex. I love that AEW didn't do a lot of this beforehand, and they did this. I don't like when it's overdone. I thought it was pretty overdone. Like, (laughs) but it is what it is. Um, I don't think blood and shit is wrestling, but like, I like it once in a while, and this was a good once in a while. (laughs) So I'm not really shit on the match. It's definitely a niche, uh, a niche thing for wrestling nowadays. So what I I hate though, I get it. What I hate is that there's so many people that do that shit for free. Like I know you guys see the random ass clips on Facebook where like people are in a high school gym putting someone through like five tables and glass and all this crazy shit. Listen, I've done, I've done it. I've been put through a table and hit with a candlestick. Sometimes all stupid people just want to feel the pain and see how it feels like. Yeah, but for free, it. man, I'll, that's tough, dude. Like these guys in AEW, though, they got paid really well for that match. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I would. God, seeing it in a high school gym is like, oh. what the fuck are these guys? Doing? Uh, some you of the, yeah, some, some, some people, some people just love to do it, and I'm. I like yeah. that. I like that people are able to do what they want, no matter how much they get paid. If they want to do it, more power to them. I probably wouldn't, but hey, I don't. For, I don't think it's worth entertainment. It for free, man. So I respect it. I respect the indie promotion scene. So. Um, but yeah, man, Swerve, Swerve and, uh, and Hangman definitely put on a show. Uh, definitely match of the night, in my opinion. Yeah, um, easily. Easily, oh, by far. Yeah. Um, transitioning to, I don't know, Jay White versus MJF. <sighs> I was kind of let down about this one. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Everything they did with Adam Cole and doing everything, that to me was so unnecessary. It's a way, was, way too no overpowered. You know, if the devil was coming out to reveal himself that time, awesome. But the whole... The whole con- ever since then, what really made me go downhill with his face, MJF, because he did the making him look like John Cena. Like, what the fuck? Like, he came back from the injury. It's so unnecessary. So this is another thing that I like. I kind of disagree with you guys on because, like, I I thought like the match. Okay, the match could have been better, um, but I think MJF the whole night. It, it was like it's some shit that I think we would see in WWE. I, I think it's some shit we didn't want to see in AEW because I feel like if this storyline was done in WWE. Where someone tries to pull off two matches in one night, they get injured. We don't know if they're even going to be in the main event. I think that's a patient. Um, I thought MJF sold that pretty well, sold the injury, you know, decently well. 
Um, I overall liked it. I mean, I what match would I have rather seen? Probably I would have loved to see Adam Cole, you know, miraculously, you know, come and do that. But beating the shit out of him on crutches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I, I will, I will <laughs> but, say yeah. this though. The spot where MGF went to go put him on a table and the table botched and broke, but yet he's still full committed, oh. jumping off the rope to the free out floor. That's oh. I give MGF a lot of respect. That that's that's a painful ball. I respect the hell out of him for that, but like, God damn, I, like, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like MJF, like it was just, it was a good move to continue to sell MJF, you know, two matches. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Maybe he'll be in the main event. Maybe he won't, you know, what's AEW going to do? And yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, they took the boring route and he did come and, and, you know, do the match, but you know, I, I just, fucked with it. It was I cool. I feel like the match went a little too long in my opinion Um, for him to be playing, like, playing the knee injury there was times where it just like didn't seem like and i know like sometimes adrenaline takes over and that's fine but like when he's like playing that he's got a, a this huge knee injury and just goes full sprint across the ring and does the cutter to the outside yeah. that was sick that was a sick ass spot but i was like i don't know like that's i love right, the spot right but at the same time i was like i don't know it was, it was hard to like buy into i guess but apparently he did fuck himself up, like his hip or his yeah. knee or whatever. Like I bet you he fucked his hip up in that spot from the top rope to the floor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, much respect to those guys. They put on a show. I just I feel like the build wasn't that good to the match, and I feel like that maybe I, took it, brought it down a bit for me. I don't. I'll like say it. like, yeah, my bad. Go ahead. No, I'm, I was just gonna say I'm not a fan of the whole like stealing the title storyline. I hate that. It I, I'm not a fan goofy. of that. I, we see it often and i every time i'm just like do we really have to play this angle again like i feel like they could have built the match in better ways if mjf just kept the title and henj and his buddies just keep attacking him blah 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 yeah but that's just i I thought the whole card was stacked with great wrestlers i just Mm -hmm. i feel like everything could have been built better and done much better like for example like chris jericho and omega versus the young bucks i feel like it didn't hit like it should have yeah i and i could I could be wrong with that, but like that's a made that like that match should have been like a like a, I don't fucking like like it, it with those wrestlers involved like Omega and the Young Bucks being you know big major parts of AEW Chris Jericho as well. Um, I feel like this could have this should have been like main event if they done it the right way. Mm-hmm. It could have um, been, but, but to, to me, the there was like problem. a two week build, like a month build at max, and I just don't think yeah. they really did enough to kind of make people care about it. It was yeah. all like yeah. the Bucks. Oh, Kenny's hanging out with Jericho. We don't like that. We're gonna fight you. Yeah, that's and, the they're, and now they're this, gone. So this whole Golden Jets thing with Jericho and uh, Omega, we like talked it. about it. It just it seems so forced and so unnecessary I do not like it at all. Yeah, I definitely. I it, it was Omega. a definitely missed opportunity because that match could have been something special, like main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. I mean, honestly, like this was probably the worst AW pay per view I've, I've watched this year, yeah, and it had so many good matches bad. on it. I did, it did not expect did. that. I'm not gonna it lie. It did, and it's it's hard to it's hard to say that because it's just it just didn't feel like as powerful as as all the other shows that they put on this year. One so, thing I which, wanna, which is all right. I'm happy for Julia Hart. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, you're good. James one just wants want to, to talk. talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all, no, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. The one thing I want to talk about is Sheeta uh, and uh, Tony. You know, they're switching the titles again. I feel like the women's title for AW has switched a lot in the past few months. Like I completely forgot Soraya was champion. I I completely Is forgot that happened. <laughs> yeah, when she lost it, that's about it. <laughs> 
And I, I mean, at first I wasn't really a Tony Stark, uh, Stark Storm fan. <laughs> Tony, and, uh... Stark, Tony Stark. Hate that guy. <laughs> Tony Stark is a terrible women's champion. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Storm. <laughs> you know, at first I wasn't a fan of her, but this new gimmick she's doing, I totally love. So I'm okay with her being champ. I just feel like they're playing hot potato with the women's title right now. And I'm not really too big of a fan of a hot potato championship stuff. I feel bad for Sheeta. It seems like whenever she gets the title, she's just a transition champion, and she deserves better than that. But I think yeah, it's just like I, I mean, I'm sorry, but like it's like you said, like you forgot like Soraya was was champion. Um, yeah. I forgot she was even there. I forget that like Ruby <laughs> Soho was fucking there. Like it, a lot of these women wrestlers just didn't hit the way that AEW wanted them to hit. Unfortunately, I thought they started off really good, um, but I think as of late, like you guys said, like it's not. Not There's definitely been a lot of just inconsistencies in the women's division, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but Julia Hart is like one of the Julia Hart and Tony Storm. I feel like are the two building points. Yeah, uh, Sky Blue. to build to build a division going forward, which is Sky great. Blue is, so. I mean, Sky Blue is good to look at too. I mean, <laughs> you got to have her in there. And I mean, Myla, and you know, on onto the aspect of AEW in general. I mean, I liked AEW originally because, like, of all the new guys that we got to see, you know, Omega, Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Young Bucks, MJF, Hangman Page. We got to see, like, Cody Rhodes get a big lay. I think we love that in alternate companies. Like, like for yeah. TNA example, we love that a lot of the WWE rejects went to TNA, repackaged themselves, like Drew McIntyre, for example, and came back, you know, a million times better. Christian Cage, we got to see his first big singles run yeah. in TNA um but like i think they're just doing too much now like i i think i agree um it's like you said alex like they need to focus on being that alternative because a card like this that's supposed to hit just didn't hit and it looks really bad because it's stacked it's loaded it looks nice and then you tune in and you're like what the fuck um (laughs) but if they really want to beat wwe it's got to be healthy and right now, it just... I don't think they just ever will, so to be forward. fair. I don't think they'll ever be WWE in anything, which is fine. But Tony Khan, honestly, yeah, yeah, like, he, he's dedicated well, Tony to Tony Khan just... also does crack, I'm convinced. Yeah, like, he has a big announcement every week. Like, this is how Force Yeah, his like, announcement to announce something. <laughs> like... <laughs> I will say, the announcement to announce that tickets were going on sale for All In was yeah. fucking hilarious. And I was like, what are you doing, man? Like... <laughs> And um, I, I don't. That's just my opinion on AEW. So, like, like I said, loved it at first. I was really into it, and then like it just over time, it's just I it's it. not hitting the way it should. I, Listen, I still love, I still love AEW. Everything. Um, yeah. Go ahead. You you can go. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go after you. <laughs> I still love AEW and everything. I know. I just think the one thing you need to stop focusing on is WWE people. And I think you know MJF said in his promo about a year mm, ago. I disagree. This is a, there's a lot of WWE people coming. I mean, some people have worked out like Swerve. Everything they're doing with Edge and Christian is pretty good. But you got people like Wardlow, Ricky Starks, who shouldn't be tag team with Big Bill. I just, I don't get that whatsoever. You know, I just feel like there's so many good fresh talent they have that just getting underutilized. Sammy Guevara, whenever he's come back, you know what happened to the Don Callis family? Like what happened to that? Fumbled. That that was fumbled. <laughs> um. I think my main problem with the AEW right now, and I still love AEW. They're what got me back into wrestling, so I'll forever probably, I'll more than likely forever love the company. Um, <laughs> I think what, I think the big problem for me is them becoming too much as like a WWE light in the past year. 
it feels like they're leaning away from those uh, wrestling based like stories and wrestling based matches, et cetera, and leaning more towards like the sports entertainment aspect. And while that's fine, I think they're overdoing it a little bit. And if I want to watch WWE or something like it, I'll just watch WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I want to watch AEW for that alternative. Like you said, I want to watch it for a more wrestling, a more sports wrestling focused show. And I feel like they're, they've steered away from that. Um, one thing. Cause like right now, like, like you said, like right now, like WWE is hitting. Like WWE exactly. is doing. Why would somebody doing watch thing, WWE so like, like, if WWE is super popular right now? Exactly. Yeah, and it, it's super different from back in the day when like TNA was going off. TNA was going off because people were really frustrated with WWE. People were like, "We needed that alternative." Now we really don't need an alternative. Um, but yeah. like, I think I an think, alternative is always great. It's yeah. just it's not. Yeah needed right now so they need to not do wwe like things exactly, and have yeah. their own they need identity. to be truly different they need to separate themselves yeah. and i think what it I think- all started i think it all started when they went to the big at big ass led screens this year i <laughs> love the tunnels it set them apart I love that the they made them man. unique i miss it i think one thing they're trying to do right now is they're trying to get that network deal so they're trying yeah. to be that more somewhat family friendly but then you have you know people saying go fuck yourself on live tv <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, <laughs> I get they really that want that hilarious. network deals because that would help them so much. But again, you know that's what always made AW awesome is do a little bit more edgy. Like, you know, they would always say "go fuck yourself." Like MGF would say almost damn near every cuss word in the book and get away with it somehow. And now Brian Danielson has become the authority himself. And got you know, if you make, I one think that's speech, a great. I think that's a great move. They, they needed something. Oh, they like need that. it. Tony Khan needs it. Exactly, and Danielson's the right man for the job. Um, Before we get into AEW talk, (laughs) did you see the tweet that he put out? He's like, "Watch Rampage, or I'm going to find you all." (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. Hilarious. Um, Before we stop talking about AEW, one thing I want to mention is I think this Continental Classic is absolutely the breath breath of fresh air that AEW needs because it's bringing back more of that like wrestling focused uh, storytelling that they've been kind of lacking in the past year. And I absolutely love it. The matches have been absolutely bangers. Um, the promos that they do post-match like have been awesome. And they've been really like they've been hyping up the tournament a lot, and it's really making the tournament feel like super important. And I and I love I it. So I think that's real good for AEW moving forward. So I, I hope they keep up that style of storytelling and booking. So I just hope Swerve wins that. I really want to see Swerve win that. Yeah. He can still make the finals. He just gotta be Oh, rich. definitely. Hey, yeah, and Swerve needs to get pushed to the moon. Like he's oh, yeah. so hot right now, and yeah, he's a, no. I've been saying if great. he doesn't if he doesn't go for the world title, he should be the one to beat Orange Cassidy for the national title. Agreed, agreed. So, you know. I, I don't think there's really any other option for uh, for someone to beat Fair OC enough. at this point. So Survivor Series, um, I'll open it up. Um, I didn't really like the event overall. I mean, obviously. We got, you know, the CM Punk return. I think, like, they just set up one of, like, to set up one event just for one return is what it really felt like. Um, the War Games match, you know, it, it, it's always cool. Um, but you kind of knew what was going to happen. You knew the good guys would win. Um, you know, it just was what it was. Um, no Roman Reigns on a big event like Survivor Series is terrible. On a big um, And I just didn't like the event overall. There was five matches. Um, the matches before this uh, match just were like, you know, just whatever matches. And 
you know, the Sam Punk return though, well worth it though. I mean, I, I thought it was great. You know, they put the logo on the screen and then he returns anyway. I really love that, but just the event overall, I'm just eh, James. Know. I'll let you take the take the reins on this one. The, the yeah. reins, get it? Uh, the Roman reins. <laughs> so the uh, men's war game, <laughs> the men's war game match. I didn't think that was nothing too special. The match itself. But the women's war game match, I thought that was amazing. You know, I thought all the crazy shit they did was unique. I mean, I know we've already seen Eo Sarada jump off with a garbage can over her head. But, you know, all the other stuff they did, I thought was great for that match. You know, and Miz versus Gunther, that, to me, that match is really, really good. You know, I, you know, I was there live, and the crowd yeah, was true, really, beh- really behind that match. So maybe that sways my opinion, because, you know, every, everyone was actually cheering for the Miz, like, really, really hard. So to me, that was a good match. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Starks was, as I predicted, going to be a stupid match, unnecessary. <laughs> but yeah, you know, the men's war game, I thought it was cool. You know, seeing Randy come out was awesome. You know, I liked how they teased it a little bit. You know, still obviously it was coming, but he still got that pop. I'm pretty sure he attempted murder on JD McDonough. You know, I, <laughs> that shit was crazy. <laughs> But yeah, obviously, I'm happy with CM Punk being back. You know, one thing about CM Punk, you know, I'm a huge fan. And I'm from the Chicagoland area, and I've been there for all his like big Chicago moments. Like I was there for Money in the Bank 2011, That's his sick. debut at Rampage, his return at Collision. I was with Alex at, and now at Survivor Series to see him return to WWE. So I like that. You know, I. It, it means a lot to me to be there all for his big Chicago moments. Because you know, you're like the number one super fan. Yeah, yeah. I love you some Pepsi Phil. <laughs> Being there for that must have been sick, man. It was cool, oh, yeah. man. It was cool. Like that—that's something that makes like that—that's a moment that should make like old ladies faint, like babies smile. Like I don't know, like I just <laughs> like that. It was a good moment for me. Like so to move on to the CM Punk talk. Like I've been someone to criticize CM Punk a lot, um, just because I felt like Triple H hit it on the head. And with his promo back in like 2012 or 11 or whatever, um, where he basically said like, you know, like CM Punk wants change, but it has to involve himself as being the top guy. And I agreed with, I, I was like one of the only people that felt that way back then. I was like, CM Punk really isn't the voice of the voiceless. He's just, he just wants his fame and he thinks it's unfair if he doesn't get it. Huh. Um, but I think leaving wrestling and coming back i thought the AEW comeback the moment of him coming back is one of the biggest things in wrestling history um and then coming back to wwe as like this wise old man i think is fucking cool as hell um because it's does it suck that he talked as much shit about wwe yes but people got to understand that like wwe is a lot different now than it was when he joined when he left and then joined AEW because what a lot of what he said was true. I mean, WWE was treating mm-hmm. their workers like shit, um, you know, pushing them when they were injured. Um, it, it was disgusting. Um, but now they've improved a lot, so I don't think he should yeah. catch flack for that. Um, overall, I think it's good for WWE. It just it's just another big character, and they got a lot of big characters. So that I hope they don't fumble it because the last time WWE was loaded with talent. That's when everybody went to AEW because no yeah. one was getting booked right. Um, so Bro, like I, overall, right I, I love that he's back. <laughs> yeah. Imagine LA Knight being in the main event spot and then boom, Randy and CM Punk on the same night. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. I, which like, which no. is why I love the AJ style. I think the AJ style is going heel and like beating up um, 
LA Knight. Yeah, I almost said MJF. Yeah. Beating up MJF. <laughs> no, or, yeah, that's, no, that's fuck, be a big I said kid it. And I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a good feud. AJ Styles, LA Knight. <laughs> yeah. I got so much to say about Punk. I don't even. Not really. Um, I, I I didn't mind Survivor Series. I didn't think it was the greatest. Uh, Randy was obviously the highlight for me. Punk coming back, like I kind of expected it, but at the same time, I was like, oh shit, like they're not gonna do it. And then Triple H pulled the old uh, the old NXT where he'd pop up the logo on the bottom and yep. something would happen. <laughs> like like when uh, Gargano and Champa in their feud that happened a couple times. Yeah. In NXT, um, I don't know how to feel about Punk. I just like I feel like I don't really care at this point. I'm like I've I've seen enough. Um, it, whatever he does, like I'll watch it, and if it's good, I'll enjoy it. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like clamoring for oh my god, push CM Punk like to the moon. Or if he does something crazy backstage, I'll be like, okay, whatever. Been there, done that. Um, <laughs> like, the dude choked out Jungle Boy, for God's sakes. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, Jungle Boy of all people. They need to release that clip of backstage. I want to see what happens. <laughs> I want brawl out footage. I'm still waiting on Hell brawl yeah. out footage. I'll pay 50 um, bucks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Punk, Punk looks happy. Like, I, I love that for him. I don't dislike yeah, the guy. Yeah, he actually he looks oh, yeah. like he does he does like good. i'm not a fan personally um but i don't dislike the guy like I, I want him to be happy i want him to do what makes him happy and i'm happy for him i personally wouldn't want him to win the royal rumble in main event against seth rollins because i think that has potential to be the best feud in the past 15 to 20 years in the wwe and they're I'm gonna good. they're gonna show AEW why they should have like taken advantage of the cm punk shit he i don't know to be fair that AEW's fault if I think because the difference between AEW and WWE is literally that WWE they have everything organized. No one's gonna like do the shit that has been done in AEW. Like no one like they have a lot of control of what goes on backstage. Um, I think if AEW just had a little control over their over their guys, they could have. They I would have literally. I don't care. I would have forced them to fucking fight. Like, Dude, like that's what Danielson's for now. Yeah, I would have been yeah, like, you guys are gonna authority. fight. We're gonna make money, and that's that's the fucking end of it. CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. That main uh, event would have done numbers, man. Like that yeah, would have been. I something. agree. Shit. I, I wish we could have got Kenny versus Omega. At the same time, I'm one of the people who am in the mindset of I'm not gonna force people to work together if they don't want to work together. Like, like if the young bucks, like this, and punk, I'm punk not, punk I'm not either. I just, their entire, everything they built for years and punk just came in and buried it in one like promo or whatever segment, uh, <laughs> media scrum, whatever. And like, they don't want to work with him. Fine. I get it. Like he literally threw a chair at one of their faces and like, I wouldn't want to work with the dude either if he did did stuff like that's that. That's like one of the moments. That's like one of those times you just gotta force him to do it anyway. Like I don't know. That's man. I mean, in, in most cases, in most cases, I would agree. But there's certain cases like that I think go a little bit too far. And something like that, I just feel like you know what? It's probably best to just let him part ways. I think it was just a clashing of egos. Punk wasn't a good fit there, and that's fine. It's it's gonna happen. Like mm-hmm. Punk seems like he's happy in WWE, and if it's where he wants to be, then I'm happy. So that's that's how I feel about everything about that whole situation. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I, I was about to say, cool. go ahead, James. Did you have anything to add to the CM Punk talk? No, nah, I mean, I all the stuff with AEW, you know, unfortunate. I mean, I, I don't know what's true and whatnot. If he did try to make amends with the Young Bucks and they didn't want to, I think that's childish on their part and. That, that that to me, you know, sometimes you gotta do stuff for the fans. You know, everyone would have loved to see the 
Elite versus Punk and FTR. You know, again, I don't know the backstage stuff. I don't, you know, that's but damn, I get I mean, if someone threw a chair at me, I guess I'd be pretty pissed, but no. If you, <laughs> if you, if you got, bit your arm. Would you be pissed if somebody bit your arm? Yeah, but if you got to pay me a million dollars to go fight him, right, let's, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Remember no, when literally. Kenny Omega bit Pac's arm in that, in that uh, match on Dynamite? <laughs> yeah. That shit was hilarious, bro. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm happy Punk's back. I love it. So moving on, um, TNA, they're making a little bit of a comeback. Yeah, I see. They secured uh, what they secured a TV deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Did they? I believe no, a network deal with Endeavor, the same company that you know. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, they have a, a network deal for like their own yeah. streaming service. Or you know, do better with their streaming service. Yeah, which is so it's know, not again, just on YouTube anymore. It'll be yeah. an actual. Streaming, I'd love to like, see TNA make a comeback, man. I would, like, just I would honestly, I'm reminiscing about TNA. Like that was the. Sh- I love that. Like. That's the perfect example of the alternative alternative that we need. Like they had the octagon ring. Like, it was different, yeah. Yeah, shit was crazy. You know, Bro, we got to see Kurt Angle on Kurtz. Like, like it was great. Division X, I love that. That's the like X-Division one of my favorite great, matches. Man. Yeah, the X Division was literally like when you talk about like different divisions in wrestling, they nailed like that feeling of it being different. I like yeah. that you can cash in the title on a world title. Yeah. Um, yeah. It led to some really great things. Like, you know, the whole suicide Austin Aries thing. Yeah. Um, Perk angle. <laughs> Perk angle. Like I said, Kurt angle Perk on perks, like just fucking Perk angle, baby. jumping off the stage and doing a fucking front flip. Like what the insane. fuck? He was absolutely <laughs> insane. And I loved every minute of it. Booker and T that- got to come in and <laughs> Jeff Hardy got to come in and repackage himself. Um, you know, Scott Steiner got to live out the end of his career, like the end of his wrestling career. Um, you, you, you guys, yeah, I know exactly. Samoa Joe, what you're AJ about, Styles, man. like <laughs> Bobby Roode, you know, Bear Money was awesome. Aces of Eight, Aces of Eight, like what about? Oh yeah, Bear Money was. Yeah, I love fucking Robert Roode, man. He, yeah. he was so fucking good. I called him Robert, Bobby Roode. My bad. <laughs> Robert, no, I mean that's Robert in WWE. To be fair, so yeah, and Robert. Uh, now they're advertising that for the net, they're hard to kill, you know, when they officially go back to TNA, that they, you know, someone's showing up that we wouldn't believe. Yeah. And I'm starting to wonder, since they're working with Endeavor for the streaming service, maybe they have something with WWE. Maybe AJ Styles shows up. I don't think that's going to be, I don't think there's any going to be any fruition to that. Um, I, I don't know. know, man. I mean, if AJ Styles is on his way out, I'm pretty sure he's going to want to make one more TNA appearance. Oh, yeah, but he'd probably have to not be contracted. I mean, they they done WWE. before uh, WWE and uh, TNA. Mickey James. Boy, Mickey James. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> the one time, everyone's Listen, freaking out like, oh, my God, they're partnering. And it was yeah. nothing after that. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Hey, you know that. Know. Until it happens, I'm not going to believe WWE partnering with another company. I would love to see it. I would love it. But I just, I'm not sure I see that that's going to be a possibility. Which, they don't yeah. even like to mention other companies and or like accomplishments. I can of see like a UFC invasion. I'm here for it. Like a, U- a oh UFC promotion. <laughs> like bro, that would you, piss like, off just, the whole you see, UFC like, fan base. You see like five UFC fighters just storm down the ramp led by Conor McGregor, and they just oh god, invade WWE and hit. knock everybody out and shit. Imagine Moose cool. like UFC fighting somebody in a pay per view. Lesnar <laughs> comes out. Brock Lesnar, Conor McGregor go at it. <laughs> oh god, I'm, I'm here for it. Sure, I'm pretty sure would still kill him. Um, oh, Lesnar would absolutely destroy. Like in a real fight, Lesnar would kill Conor McGregor all day. Yeah, all day. Yeah, he's I, got I way think. too much size. The size. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just size, yeah. you know. 
If he if you get the hold of him, he's just gonna take him to Suplex City, but he's gonna make oh, it God. hurt. <laughs> a real life Crazy. suplex onto the concrete. <laughs> That's crazy. This is our segment where, you know, because we, we didn't really have our podcast um, running when Bray Wyatt passed away. So we wanted to give a shout out to Bray Wyatt, um, maybe some other wrestlers. Um, So, James, this was your idea. So yeah, I will let I, you go first. I definitely want to talk about Bray Wyatt. You know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. You can see I have the Fiend title in the background. You know, everything he did, I love. Like, at first, I actually didn't like him because in his first feud, he was going against Kane. I was still a little bit young. So I was like, you know, fuck this guy. He's a fake ass <laughs> Undertaker. And I, and I wasn't a fan, but you know, after he, he got done with that few as Kane, I started loving him more and more. The biggest thing that sold me on Bray Wyatt was his first feud with John Cena. And they had that, you know, uh, segment with all the kids singing, you know, he got the whole Ooh. world in his hand. To me, not yes. only is that my favorite Bray Wyatt segment, that's my personal favorite segment of all time. Like, I absolutely love that segment. Everything they did, you know, with the kids is because that that's John Cena. John it Cena was is the kid. It was John Cena. Yeah, you know, doing that to John Cena and then they put the mask on to me. It's like one of the most like spine chilling thing WWE's ever done, especially during that time. You know, that's like PG era, and they're using kids to go against John Cena. That's fucking uh-huh. insane, man. Like, <laughs> I I absolutely love you know. I know towards you know his last run, some people. Thought they were overdoing stuff and taking too long. I personally loved it. You know, I'm kind of getting used to Triple H's long-term booking. I definitely saw the long-term of it being good. I mean, it had some flaws. I mean, you know, for his last match, you know, like Mountain Dew, Pitch Dark, whatever whatever it was called. That was was terrible, man. I mean, I was there for it. I I, I could barely see the match because I just looked like I had a roller rink. You know, at first I hated it, but now I kind of love it because, you know, I was at Bray Wyatt's last match, you know, televised last match, so yeah. it has a little bit more meaning to it, but yeah, I'm, you know, gone yeah, too I mean, soon. When it, when it I... comes to, to Bray Wyatt, I'm not going to fake, like, you know, I was his fan forever because, like you, when he first got in um, as Bray Wyatt, like, I didn't like Husky Harris. I thought when he was Husky Harris, he was, like, like, if I could compare it to, like, 2006, 2007, they're, like, guys that you don't even draft in GM mode. Um, I did not like. I didn't like <laughs> um, then he got repackaged. You know, came back. I wasn't a fan of it at first, like because I thought it was just wannabe Undertaker shit. But then you go to a live event, and that's that's when I really started actually liking Bray Wyatt. Was being a part of the entrance, having my phone Fire light flies. out. Like it was one of the best moments going to an actual venue and seeing it. Um. You know, I'm glad he won a world championship. I'll say that. Yeah. You know, glad he actually, like, they actually let, even though it was a small run, I'm glad that they did it in general. Um, I think they screwed him in the biggest way, bro. Yeah. Like, come on. That too. But even his WWE title run, you know, he should have won the Rumble and Orton still won the title and Ray should have dethroned him at Mania. They did that whole thing in the reverse way. It should have happened. Yeah. And I see why he left. Like, you know, he left. Um, for a while came back i think a lot of i think a lot of fans were shitty for roasting him for how long it took um and then when he came back and had to leave for a long time again people were roasting him it's another example of you just really don't know what people are going through because yeah, he's that's actually what, sick yeah that's so, i want to say you know any of these sports media that was saying came up with the stuff that he walked out you know fuck them like obviously 
they didn't know what they were talking about, what their sources was, and the guy was battling for his life. And Another example was, why dirt sheets suck ass. Exactly. You know, and he was, it sucks. He was so close him. to coming back, too. He was so close. Yeah, because the news broke out. He was coming back in a few weeks, and then he passed away, you know, and it was a terrible thing. You know, I feel bad for, you know, I, I feel for his wife, you know, a fiance, his kids, I love JoJo, his man. family. Everyone, yeah, everyone, honestly. It's, it's a terrible thing. Everyone. And yeah. I was at Especially, the... I couldn't imagine, you know, Brody Lee Jr., like that little kid, man, that kid had gone through so much. He's been so through a much. lot, man. You know, he lost his dad, then he loses, like, his godfather. I mean, that kid is, I think, around 10 years old and has been through so much trauma. I feel bad for that kid so much. That poor kid, man. I think, My... um... Oh, go ahead, Alex. Oh, no, I was at, a, I was at the live event uh, Saturday. For WWE on their holiday tour, and uh, Seth Rollins, he uh, pointed out that everyone had the fireflies up in his entrance, and I thought that was really yeah. cool. Just a nice little tribute to Bray. So it's it's good to see that people are still uh, still remembering him, and uh, it's it's crazy what happened. So unfortunate. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, when it, when it comes to Bray, like being a character, like literally undertaker passing him the torch live Mm -hmm. is like literally one of the craziest moments like just whispering something in his ear we're we're never gonna know what the fuck he said um but i think that was the last memories too yeah it is that's crazy last things he did yeah um you know just like brody lee for example like i thought that death sucked too because like for Mm -hmm. me Brody Lee, when he was in WWE, I I didn't like Eric Rowan. I, I loved Brody Lee, but I didn't I didn't really like Eric huh. Rowan. I always saw I was like, yo, if Brody Lee ever gets a singles run, I'm gonna be fucking here for it. And then he won the Intercontinental title, and then you know went to AEW after that. But like I was so here for that. Like I loved Brody Dang. Lee. Um, it, it sucks seeing those two go, especially because I think Brody Lee and Bray Wyatt they were entering like the final stages of their career. And you know they would have been pushed to the moon. Oh, yeah. like, was Brody Lee was already getting pushed in AEW for the short time that, that he was there. Yeah. And I think Bray Wyatt would have come back. And I think Bray Wyatt would have either definitely faced you know Cody Rhodes or they would have reignited the feud with LA Knight. Um, something that whatever Bray Wyatt would have done, it would have been huge. Because yeah. there was a lot of anticipation, a lot of weight, a lot of everything. And it sucks that he didn't get that. But like I said, I'm glad he at least won a couple world titles. Um, even though they were booked wrong, it, it is what it is. We still got yeah. it. We still got. What's, what's even crazier, know. man? The original Wyatt family, you know, two or three of them are gone. It's that's uh, insane. I, I feel like Eric Rowan. I feel bad for him. You know, Braun Strowman too. You know, he was close, but the original three was Luke Harper, Bray Wyatt, and Eric Rowan, and yeah, that was such a badass faction too. Like the stare down they had with the shield. With the shield was different. Yeah. That's it was so different. I like it. That was my by far favorite Bray Wyatt persona or character was was the Wyatt family. I just loved that like whole cult leader gimmick and like mm-hmm. he played it I to perfection. It. Oh, it was just so like good. Jeff's kiss. It was perfect. Oh so damn good. Yeah, I definitely agree. And then you know some others like I think Iron Sheik was gone too soon. I mean, yeah, he was bro. old. But I wanted him to live forever, bro. <laughs> He's Dave funny Bristol, as yeah. fuck. Fuck Hulk Hogan, bro. Hey, fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> uh jay briscoe that shit was tragic too that was super tragic it's it's been a rough like year or two for wrestling yeah, for wrestling, yeah man 
It's it's crazy. I feel for his daughter. I hope his daughters are doing all right. I know they were in the, the truck with him when that when that happened. So someone needs to tell uh, AW social media team to watch out who they're tagging because you know it's past yeah. dynamite. They, they said Jay Briscoe is having a match. Oh my god, the tweet. Oh. Yeah, no. at the at the so big mistake, sorry. and they didn't delete it too. That's the crazy part. It's still there. <laughs> <laughs> insane yeah, um, wrestling rarely makes me cry but that that uh, that tribute match jay lethal and mark briscoe on that dynamite following that shit made me tear up so bad like that, that was crazy that was there was no better way to, to attribute his brother yeah, than speaking that. of the tributes what they did for bray wyatt with the chair that shit damn near yeah. in tears like i yeah. wasn't no i thought it was over chair. the lights were going out and then it's trying to <laughs> shit i'm like oh you sons of bitches I'm like, y'all, <laughs> right. y'all gonna get me. <laughs> got me. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, another death that I think they that was swept on, like Umaga's death. Umaga, um, yes. You know, I think yeah. that was too soon. Because, like, I feel like he could have been, like, a world champion eventually if they packaged, like, one of his runs, like, perfect. Because he was one of those guys, apparently. Like, he was backstage hanging out with the right people. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Um, but, like, you know, he was hanging out with the right people. Um, he had a great, great intercontinental run, in my opinion. Um, I, I loved watching that. He was one of those guys in 2006 and seven that, like, I really loved watching. Um, and then, obviously, we have the obvious one, Eddie Guerrero, gone too soon. I love that. Because um, he was really over. He was really, he was. really, really over towards the end. I think he was definitely due for another world title run. Um, Absolutely. Who knows what yeah. happens after that. But, yeah, and, yeah. Um, Eddie, you know, I could talk about Eddie for hours, but yeah, you no, know, his death is so unfortunate. But I'm a firm believer that if Eddie doesn't die, the whole situation with Chris Benoit and his family doesn't happen because you know, Benoit took that shit very heavy. You know that shit they affected were Benoit friends, I mean, a lot. Yeah, you know? I know with what they were with what they were kind of selling, um, saying you know his head and steroids and all that. I feel like it would have happened eventually, um, but I definitely, definitely think not he, that soon. According to all the documentaries and everything, he literally changed after that. Yeah. Well, my thing is like, and especially when you watch those documentaries, they all said he changed. I don't know why anyone didn't like force him to get some help. Um, that that that's my big issue with that whole story yeah. and everything. I mean, everyone saw that he changed. Everyone saw that you just going downhill. With some people, you just can't. It sucks. Yeah. And at but that time, concussions weren't taken as seriously as they are now in all sports. Like, that changed sports forever. Like, that changed the way everyone looked at concussions. To go to a much lighter note, bring up the. Yes. Bring up the mood a little bit, man. We're going to do the finishing move draft. So, I'm ready. James, you get another chance to win something here. Um, so we're going to do the finishing move draft. So basically how it works is we just draft finishing moves. Um, James, I'm going to let you go first because you got uh, some redemption to get. All right. Um, Alex, you want to go second or last? I'll let you choose. Oh, hmm. I'll go second this time and then I'll go last next okay. time. How about that? All right, cool. So I'm going to go last this time. So James, you're going to go first again. All right. No I got way you to fuck this up. I, I ain't going to fuck this James, up. James, you went last, la- or, uh, Thomas, you went last last time, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Thomas went last. I love going last. Two in a row. Hell yeah! Sign me up. All right. So my first one, in my opinion, might be the most iconic finish of all time: the Stone Cold Stunner. Okay, cool. That's a good one. You have to go with that. You know, it's such a legendary thing, and get the pop out of anyone. Most people can sell it great. You know, besides Vince McMahon at WrestleMania, whatever that was, the recent one. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I thought he. I thought he was about to die for real. 
Yeah, that's, that's my first pick, the Stone Cold Stunner. I heard Vince McMahon took a better start than you were last year. During that night? No, he took both his quads no. during the Royal Rumble. 2005, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, okay, that was fucking nice. 2005 Rumble, that was hilarious. Just sat so. there and yelled at everybody? <laughs> yeah, he sat there, like, <laughs> cross hands, pissed off. <laughs> uh, all right, my number one, one of the most iconic finishers of all time, the Sweet Chin Music, Shawn oh, Michaels, baby. I, I love that so much growing up. And the, the I Love You to Ric Flair before doing the Sweet Chin Music, the I Love You, man, that's perfect. iconic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with two here. Uh well, I have to go with two. Um, so I'm going with <laughs> You can take one if you want. I mean <laughs> This is actually hard because I have three options that I want to choose here. But um, you know what? I'm gonna go with the RKO. Um, I think that's definitely a first round pick. Like RKO out of nowhere. They're that. finally selling it on a shirt. Like uh, I think it's it's great um you know all the rkos that he's done all of them out of nowhere you know it's 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 just a beautiful move um definitely a staple wrestling move and then i'm gonna go with one that i think a lot of wrestling fans love um and if you don't know it just go look it up it's one of the most beautiful moves i've ever seen and it's also dangerous as shit but the canadian destroyer i love the canadian destroyer um i think they did it recently in in tna um which was um pretty hilarious Um, all the time (laughs) Yeah, yeah. For real. <laughs> like I think they had like the move. the leader of TNA. Yeah, they don't like, use it as a the, finisher, though. At least just do it. But um, yeah, those are my two. All right, that's I'm that's gonna win already. Uh, I, I don't it. know about that because my number two pick, the one winged angel, Kenny Kenny Omega, the one of the fin- only finishers that's never been. Well, I think he was kicked out of like when he first started wrestling, but since then never been kicked out of. It's been what okay. fifteen plus years. That's fair. So all right, James, angel, you get two picks. Beautiful. All right, two picks. My uh. My second pick, uh, Tombstone Power Driver, specifically The Undertaker. Ooh, okay. Hey, all right, that, James. That, to me, James, legendary. You're already doing better than last draft, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take much. But, you know, The Undertaker, Tombstone Power Driver, you know, he used that move to go undefeated at WrestleMania, for, you know, for a long time until, you know, Rock happened. Uh, for my third pick, The Curve Stomp. You know, to okay. me, that's such a good, I think I'm bored. That's a knockout move. Like if if you put some realism in wrestling, the curve stomp, that's that's taking anyone out. <laughs> some that's realism taking, in wrestling, like just yeah. like, like just gangs, just like, sprinkle a little bit of realism on there. Yeah, <laughs> like any that would take anybody out. It'd be better if they had curbs to stomp onto. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so my number two pick or three pick, number three pick. This is a tough one, but I'm going to go the shooting star press. When done correctly, when done is so smooth and it's so good looking and it's it's just beautiful. Beautiful finisher. Wow, so I get two here and I didn't think I would get these two this late. Um Ooh. but I'm going with the F five. Like oh, that's, that's a, a good fucking, one. That's a fucking the diverticulitis. Um <laughs> and I'm also gonna go the spear. I mean I, I love the spear. Every Spear's person great, that's man. that's done it, like not every person, but Edge, his spear is fucking iconic. Batista, you can say what you want about him, but like his spear was explosive. Rhino, I think, had the best spear of them all. Nice. Underrated opinion, but I thought his spear was fucking reckless as shit. I Fuck Goldberg. I'm never going to give Goldberg, Goldberg props. Um, <laughs> screw him. Most overrated list of all time. No offense. Bobby Goldberg, Lashley. But... I love you know, no, Bobby dude, Lashley. You know whose spear, you know who's really spear is amazing already? Braun Breaker. 
Brian Breaker. Yeah, and I've been great. I've been saying it for like over a year now yeah. that he's got one of the best spears that I've ever seen. I mean, yeah, I love Roman Reigns spear too. Like it, it's just I, I love the move. Mm. I love the spear. The spear's a great move. The way Edge well, set it up was perfect. Yes. Fuck Goldberg. <laughs> Get a cool spear, but fuck Goldberg. <laughs> oh man, that means I'm up next then, huh? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna do a classic here: the ankle lock. Kurt Angle, oh, Ken Shamrock, oh, yeah. the ankle lock. That's a great one. One of the best uh, submission finishes of all time, in my opinion. So. All right, so my next pick. Another iconic These are your last one. two picks, right? Last yeah. two. Yeah, my yeah. next, my fourth pick, rock bottom. You know, okay, it helped define you know the attitude, everything. You know, the move itself is eh, eh but you know, the, everyone knows what the rock bottom is. You know, right. And for my uh, last and final pick, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the six one nine. Oh, you know, okay. 619 nice. is another iconic nice. one. Every, you know, Yo, who doesn't love Rey Mysterio? I know that's your favorite sex, so, you know, James A draft. All right. James. Yeah, I told you I had to come really in. Really bringing man. the heat, bro. Really bringing <laughs> the heat. Goddamn. This, this is tough. I don't know for my last one. This is your last uh, pick, Alex? This is my last pick, I believe. All right. <laughs> Listen, okay. Say what you want about Goldberg. The jackhammer was an incredible finisher. Oh come on! Fine, that's my that's my fifth pick, the jackhammer. I don't care what y'all say, but that was an amazing <laughs> finisher. It looks yeah, so man, good, off. and he was he was big, and he was able to perform it real well. And it it was a good looking finisher. Okay. All right, and my last pick after the jackhammer, I guess. Um, <laughs> you can say not a jackhammer. That's a great finisher. All right, hey, mediocre. <laughs> I'm gonna go with and hear me out because this was down to two. I just want to be no, nah, I don't want to be funny here. I actually believe it. The Hulk Hogan leg drop. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Sorry. I think maybe, maybe, but like... because of the jackhammer, and you're going to say the leg drop. Who kicked out of the Hulk Hogan leg drop? Bro, I don't care. The <laughs> 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 fucking leg drop. Listen, if I listen, it's a real American just dropping their leg on your neck, chest, face, wherever, and it was a one, two, three Hulkamania. I'm here for it. Sign me up. So. So James had the stunner, the rock bottom, the pile driver, um, the curb stomp, and the six one nine. Alex had the super kick, sweet um, the music. one, yeah, sweet chin music, the one winged angel. Oh, one winged angel, that's the second one. The shooting star press, the ankle lock, and the jackhammer. Um, I had Fuck the Canadian else. destroyer, the spear, the RKO, the F five. And the the Hogan leg drop, like you guys aren't beating my list. Oh, we'll I find got out. that dub. I we got that dub. To, we, we Thomas, you're you probably third on this up. list. To be fair, honestly, I'm but, surprised the elbow drop didn't get taken. And it was between the jackhammer and the elbow drop for me. I, so. I was deciding between uh, Triple H's pedigree. That's another iconic one, I think. Oh, Randy Orton's punt kick. I mean, it, that motherfucker took everyone oh, the walls out. Walls of Jericho. Kick. Walls of that Jericho. That like literally yeah. took people out, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, is we're gonna we're gonna have a poll for you guys. So what we want to start doing, start going back in time, you know, watching some stuff, reviewing it, reviewing the funny moments, the good moments, talking about feuds, whatever comes from it. So Alex and James don't know the three that I picked yet. I put them in ran- randomizers. So here it is. You ready? I'm ready. So the options are gonna be WCW's Spring Stampede in 1999. That's the first one. The second one is going to be TNA Genesis 2005. Ooh. Yes. 
And the last one, which I think is going to be the one that probably wins, um, I think Alex wants this one to win, SummerSlam 2003. Oh, yeah. Good one. Yeah. I prefer 2002, but I'll take 2003 too. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what we're going to do. Um, so it's up to you guys to decide what we watch. We're going to put the poll out fast. We're going to expect the results fast because we're going to have this for you next episode. And we're going to see where it goes. But that's going to be the 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 built different pay-per-view of the episode or whatever. We'll call it something. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, with that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed. We know you guys enjoyed. Um, make sure you guys like, subscribe, share. We're going to come into the new year fast. Pause. We're not going to come into anything fast, um, but we're going to go into the new year. What's wrong with finishing um, yeah, get on the train or get the train ran on you, whatever. Let's go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but make sure you guys like, subscribe, share, sell your souls to us, get on the train. We got a lot coming. We got a lot in store, especially for next year. Um, we're going to see some events together where we're going to we're going to do oh, something yeah. great. Um, so make sure you're on the train for it. We got a lot. Um, if you like basketball, you can watch basketball. If you like football, you can you can watch some football um wrestling video games Baseball. you know just stupid shit while i'm high um <laughs> you could you could watch that shit too um but we got a lot i promise you we got a lot in store so make sure you guys are in tune um have a good day have a good night whenever you watch um and yeah thanks thanks for everything signing off hell yeah